Hello, everybody. Chef Marcus Giuliano here, and welcome to Chef on a Mission Radio, episode number 70. I'm going to talk about the fish that causes cancer today. But wait, isn't fish supposed to be good for us? Well, yeah, fish is supposed to be good for us, supposedly. Um, if you listen to me in the past or caught my YouTube channel, you know that there's a specific fish that I am very opposed to, extremely opposed to. So we're going to talk about a brand new article um, on this particular type of fish in just a moment here. But first, this is brought to you by Aromatime Bistro, uh, my restaurant since 2003, located in the Hudson Valley in Ellenville, New York. We are green certified and farm to table and very conscious about all the ingredients that we bring in. So if you find yourself up in the Hudson Valley, please come visit me in Ellenville, Aroma Time, T-H-Y-M-E, Bistro, B-I-S-T-R-O.com. Follow us on Instagram and come in and say hello. We'd love to uh, love to meet you. And of course, my other company, VIP Winery Vacations. VIP Winery Vacations, where lifetime memories are not optional. Uh, visit us, uh, join us as we visit wineries all through Italy, uh, New York State, and now Vida Guadalupe in Mexico. We're not sure when we're going to get back to Italy. Hopefully at some point we will be able to travel more freely. Um, as of right now, traveling in and out of Mexico is, is easier. Uh, and the wine region in Mexico, Valle de Guadalupe, which I've been to twice in 2021, so impressed with the region, went uh, literally two months apart, uh, went down there and ventured off into uh, tons and tons of wineries. There's over 200 wineries down there now, and uh, we have picked out our favorite wineries and hot spots down there and restaurants. So come with us to Valle de Guadalupe. Go check out VIP Winery Vacations.com. Pick the region you're interested in and see when we're launching another trip. All right, now on to the fish that causes cancer. And folks, a lot of chefs know this fish is no good. They know it's no good. Consumers know it's no good. And people still eat it and chefs still serve it. And they justify in an odd way. Some will say, well, I'm buying an organic version or I'm buying a low density or a sustainable and this and that. The fish I'm talking about is farmed salmon. Farmed salmon is the worst food. And I've said this for many years. I've not, I've not consumed farm salmon personally since 1999. Uh, I've not served farm salmon since about to back then. Um, just because I've known that it is, it is indeed the world's most toxic food. My number one video on YouTube, which is not my own content, by the way, but I posted somebody else's documentary on the world's most toxic food. I might have like 8 million views on there or something like that. I'm not sure. 5 million, 7 million, 8 million. I'm not sure how many views, but it has millions and millions and millions of views on the fish farming industry and specifically salmon, Norwegian salmon. The birthplace of farmed salmon is Norway and um, they quickly destroy the environment there and the Norwegian government clamped down and then these Norwegian companies said, well, let's go to Scotland. Let's go to the Faroe Islands. Let's go to the U.S. Let's go to Canada, where we can basically own the government there, um, make big promises, not deliver much, and um, keep doing our nasty, toxic fish. And these, uh, these companies are bad news. So current news, December 13th, 2021, an article in... Let's see, this is express.co.uk. 
a brand new article. And I saw this, a friend had shared this on Facebook, Don Staniford, one of the most outspoken activists, salmon farm activists out there in Scotland. And folks, the way, if you want to truly know if a farm, farm salmon is doing good, doing the right thing, um, these open pen farm salmons, uh, farms, you ask the people who live in the community, you ask the people who wake up to the stench, who wake up to, to, to the disaster that it's causing in their bay, to, to the slimy, greasy, oily rocks that are on the shore when the salmon farm dies off. You, you talk to these people. You don't go to what some chef is telling you or what some store is telling you or the, and showing you this flyer or this website. You talk to the local people. Don Staniford is on the front lines of these, the disastrous um, conditions of these salmon farms. And so if anybody knows, it is him. And he's very, very outspoken. So go, go follow Don Staniford, S-T-A-N-I-F-O-R-D. He's been a guest on our, um, on our YouTube channel. So the name of this article is Cancer, the healthy food that could double your risk of cancer when eaten regularly. And people say, well, regularly, what does that mean? A couple of times a week? How about once a month? <laughs> once a month. All right. As the burden of cancer continues to overwhelm health services around the world, researchers are intensifying efforts to improve preventative measures. While some foods are hailed for their protective effects, others seemingly healthy foods may induce the disease. Seemingly healthy foods may induce the disease. So health services are currently facing immense pressure to meet targets for emergency cancer care after COVID-19 disruptions through many of these agencies into chaos in 2020-2021, right? COVID was the main focus, and it seems like everything else is put on the back burner. Um, careful food intake is paramount for both healthy individuals and cancer patients, as evidence shows what we eat can significantly alter our risk and progression of the disease. In some of the past papers, a food widely consumed around the world has been found to double the risk of Prostate cancer, double the risk of prostate cancer. You know, food, people don't realize how, how they're saying that they're saying, you know, that, that, that they're monitoring here food and this and this. You really don't realize how much they're not doing for us in food when it comes to um, people that have cancer, people that have heart disease, people that have these degenerative diseases. Food is an answer in a massive way. And I mean, it may not be the only answer in each person's individual um, but doctors totally, totally, totally overlook the true power of food. Let food be thy medicine and medicine thy food, right? Um, very, very, very profound. But we just don't, doctors just don't, you know, they, they like to say, oh, well, genes, it's your genes. And you're, you're, this is in your hereditary. You, you, this is, you know, hereditary. Um, folks, food is super powerful. Um, so back to the article, salmon as a food source is deemed highly beneficial for health because it's an excellent source of omega-3 fatty acids. This is true for both wild-caught and farm-raised is what this is saying. Um, um, I kind of, well, yeah, I guess there is going to be some omega-3 fats in farmed salmon, uh, true as in both wild and farmed. However, while one fish is caught in open water, um, fish that swims around 2,000 miles, gets back to its original place and spawns and lives in, lives in this amazing environment. Um, the other is raised in confined spaces 
which may have implications for health. A large study published in 2004 found that PCBs in farm-raised salmon were eight times higher than concentrations in wild salmon, according to the Harvard Health Publishing. Now, PCBs are in our environment, folks. They're everywhere. So just because you're buying wild fish doesn't mean that it's going to be PCB-free. It could have some. But they're saying here that farmed salmon has eight times the amount. Um, PCBs are man-made chlorinated industrial chemicals. They've been banned for decades, uh, but of course it's in the environment. So um, <laughs> if it's if it's not going to deteriorate out of the environment, it's probably not going to deteriorate out of your own body once it's introduced, right? So certain things that go into your body and just bioconcentrate. And the same thing happens in fish, which is why certain fish are very high in mercury because it just keeps bioconcentrating from one fish to another fish to another fish to another fish. And then you eat the large fish and um, that goes into you. So if the fish can't get rid of it, you probably can't get rid of it. The Environmental Defense Fund explains that the chemicals were previously released into the environment from hazardous waste sites. By the way, folks, I've often heard that the Faroe Islands was a big dumping ground for, for a lot of waste. Um, that is uh, one of the places where they claim that um, their salmon is pure and pristine, their farmed salmon. However, I heard after World War II that the Faroe Islands was a big dumping ground for a lot of waste. So who knows, who knows really what's happening in the water there? Um, there's not much going else going on in the Faroe Islands besides lots of salmon farms. And they do a great job in marketing, a fantastic job in marketing. So uh, let's see. Scientists are first warned that regularly eating farmed salmon could increase the risk of developing cancer after discovering multiple cases of contamination. Salmon raised on British fish farms were particularly contaminated with carcinogenic chemicals. The findings published in Scotland... Scotland is one of the worst when it comes to salmon farming, worst for um, uh, mortality rates. Mortality rates is, is the fish that die, you know, per hundred, the percentage. Scottish salmon is up to like 22%. 22% of, of the fish actually die from living in toxic disease um, environment in the water, um, disease-riddled salmon. And those diseases folks go out into the wild. They spread into the wild salmon. They spread into the other fish in the area. And they just don't get contained. They don't get contained in, you often hear me say the term open net fish farming, open pen fish farming, open net. Those are nets that are dropped into the ocean that are actually have holes in them. They're open, they have holes. The fish can't get in or out um, because the fish are bigger than the holes. But sea lice, um, diseases, bacteria, feces, all this stuff can easily go, goes right through it and goes right into the bay into everything else. Uh, the chemicals that they treat the, the lice with, it's called slice, goes right into the bay and it's terrible. And this causes massive detriment on all of the surrounding environment in these bays. So it doesn't matter where you put the fish farms and they say cold, clean, turbulent waters. Well, not anymore because once the fish farm goes in there, they're not clean. They may be cold and turbulent, but they're not clean waters. So that's, um, and the more terminal they are, the more it's just going to spread it out and go further down. And when you look at, if you were to do Google, do on Google or go on a web search for bottom of salmon farms, the bottom of the bays, you would see this immense like white, white powder, like this ash, which is the feces. And this is a total dead zone, total dead zone for, I mean, who knows how long, it could be a decade. These are told it could, could be forever. And these are dead zones that nothing will ever grow. And what they do is they just move the salmon farm down, down, you know, a couple of kilometers, three, four, five kilometers, six kilometers. They just 
move the salmon farm right on down to the next part of the bay. And then they, you know, they say they're doing regenerative, they call it regenerative um, um, practices. Folks, there's nothing regenerative about dumping that much salmon feces and stuff into an ocean bay and then moving the farm so you can keep spreading it other places. There's nothing regenerative about that. So, So the findings published in the Journal of Science suggests that farmed salmon sold in supermarkets may do more harm than good to the body. May do more harm than good to the body. So that's a risk analysis. The researchers said risk analysis indicates the consumption of farmed Atlantic salmon may pose health risks that detract from the benefits, beneficial effects of fish consumption. Right there, doing more harm than good. They more than eating farmed salmon more than once a month could increase the risk of the disease. Once a month, folks, that is it. Once a month. And this has been published by doctors in Norway and stuff, warning pregnant women, don't eat salmon at all. Don't eat salmon more than once a month. And then certain doctors are like, oh, you know, you should be eating salmon for your, uh, your, you know, for your baby. You're pregnant. This is very vital for brain health, which it is. But the PCBs and the other stuff is not vital for brain development. Um, so uh, doctors, a lot of doctors say this. A lot of doctors, heart patients will say, oh, you need to go eat salmon. And they never mo- once mention wild salmon versus farm salmon. And if they do mention it, they're not firm enough with patients and saying, no, no, there's a massive difference. And the salmon you're going to eat is either going to kill you or it's going to help you. One, it's going to do one or the other. And that's basically what's happening. It's either going to help. It's one or the other. There's no like middle ground. There's no moderation in this. Oh, I'm just going to eat farm salmon twice a month now. And I know people that love salmon and eat farm salmon a lot. Smoked salmon, smoked lox, a lot. Now, all that's farm. You can, you can find wild out there. Wild does exist. You're going to pay more for it, but it's your body. Um, a separate paper published by the in Journal of Environmental Research authors explain the biological and toxic effects of PCBs and their metabolites are due in the part their ability to interact with several cellular, cellular and nuclear receptors, thereby altering signaling pathways and gene transcription. All right. Um, a little bit more on the article here, just going to more technicalities of things. Um, However, of course, there's always, you know, another angle. However, according to the Illinois Department of Public Health, there's no evidence that PCBs cause cancer at low levels, low levels normally found in the environment, Um, you know, but anything, you know, low levels of mercury are still aren't good for you. You know, it doesn't matter. A a poison's a poison, right? That's what I've never quite understood. Um, So studies of human Workers exposed to high levels of PCBs have not consistently shown that PCBs cause cancer, says another health watchdog. So um, right now it is December and wild salmon is out of season. If you're concerned about eating wild salmon, you will need to look for, um, you will need to look for frozen, frozen at sea, frozen on the shore, frozen Alaskan wild salmon. It's a salmon you'll want to buy in the off season. There's a very short season for salmon. It runs from May for the expensive stuff. And then, you know, June by June, it's a lot by the end of June, it's in full swing season and it goes up until September and you can find a lot of it fresh then never previously frozen, but really the best way to eat seafood folks, the best single best way to eat High quality seafood is to buy frozen. Go to a health food store, go to the frozen section and buy something that was caught and frozen ASAP. 
as soon as it was caught and frozen, no microbial growth. Uh, it is, and you thought at home, it's fresher than fresh. And plenty of people say, well, I don't eat frozen seafood. Well, if you had sushi before, chances are you've had frozen seafood. A lot of seafood, uh, sushi seafood is frozen. Freezing it kills bacteria. It protects it. It keeps it fresher. You would, trust me, folks, you would not want to get freshly caught salmon from Alaska that's then caught um, a couple of days later, shipped to Seattle, then a couple of days later, shipped to New York. And then it goes to a seafood distributor and it sets there for two days. And then it goes to the restaurant and the restaurant keeps on for another two days. We're like eight, nine days in right now, 10 days in. You would rather eat stuff that's frozen within hours of catching it and then thawed the day it's going to be consumed. It's a whole week fresher, folks, a whole week fresher. Fish will last. And I have, I've done it many times. Fish will last up to 20 days, 21 days. Um, if it's properly iced and drained, temperatures proper. So um, make sure that you are, you know, eating high quality and part of the high quality is being fresh and fresher. Can't get any fresher than froze, freezing it an hour, a couple hours after catching it and then thawing it. Nothing gets fresher than that. Uh, you can go online. There's a lot of websites online where you can buy a wild Alaskan salmon, halibut, sable fish, all these types of fish year round frozen shipped right to your door. So go find a website. Um, and of course, if you're near us at Aroma Time, we sell all these fish. We do seafood sampler boxes. We do all kinds of frozen seafood, uh, high quality frozen Alaskan seafood and a few other regions as well. Uh, but it's easy to find out there. So make sure you go find that. And um, remember, you are what you eat. All right, folks, thanks for um, tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, check out our websites, aromatimebistro.com, T-H-Y-M-E, and V-I-P, winerivacations.com. And if you're ever up in Elmville area, come say hello. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again soon. 